I was always interested in the effect that an environment has on me. Conversations with Sarah, a podcast where you get to listen in on some of my most interesting and personal conversations. I'm Sarah Samuel, and today we're talking about interior design. This conversation is with Sophie Sheesh, my former stepmom and founder of Shape House, an urban sweat lodge. You'll remember her from previous episodes about intuition and what it means to be an artist. After talking to so many people about art and the concept of being an artist, I thought now would be a good time to release this episode about interior design. It's an art form that I've struggled with, that I wish I was good at, but that stumps me over and over and over again. I love Sophie's style, and it's been fun to watch her over the years creating beautiful spaces I would have never come up with. So I wanted to ask her about her process and what actually goes through her mind when she's designing her environment. So I actually have I see. a few things that I want that I now want to talk to you about that weren't my original plan. You better tell me what that is because for weeks I've been like, what is it that she wants to tell me about and ask me? About? Okay, so should we do yeah. the, my first idea first? Yeah, we can do it multiple things and, and then like, you pick what you it, like. I'm sure it'll like go in all the different directions. It's you and me. <laughs> There's a good chance we end up in I don't know in Japan. Yeah. Um, Okay, so my question or my topic that I wanted to talk to you about originally, and it's so fitting that we're in this space right now, which is your art space, Mm. art room, Mm -hmm. nook, art nook, Mm -hmm. is about um, interior design. Oh. I feel like you get interviewed a lot, I feel like, and you, you do talks and things like that, and... I think that people wouldn't know to ask you because they don't know you. <laughs> it's not typically when people bring up. That's, that's correct. <laughs> but I feel like it's a big... So um, if, if in case I'm not saying this in like a cutaway, um, I'm with Sophie Sheesh, my stepmom, my former stepmom. <laughs> my used-to-be stepmom. Although I can, I can still keep the title. I always call you my stepmom. Okay, and then good. usually that leads to more confusion down, like in the conversation when I'm like... <laughs> and then there's my mom and then there's my new stepmom. And yeah. Then, okay. But um, so she, she is the founder of Shape House which is an urban sweat lodge. So so people, I feel like when they're interviewing you, talk about sweating and mm-hmm. health and wellness and mm-hmm. things like that, but what they don't know is the other side of it, which is creative. Like mm-hmm. there's a huge creative component mm-hmm. and an interior design component that is overlooked. Wow. Um, I, I did not expect really that. Thank you. It's fun. I'm, I've been a bit bored talking about everything else. <laughs> what is That's sweating the, and why the... do I do it? <laughs> Shoot me in the head. Um, That's a really, do you have specific questions? Do you well, want me to rent? So I feel like our, um, you know, our history or my history with you with interior design, first of all, like just from my own perspective is like I I'm very not good at interior design. Like, I feel like I have a lot of, like... I'm going to challenge that in a second, <laughs> but all right, go for it. It's really... I get really caught up in thinking, um, you know, ah, like, what piece of furniture should I get? And what, you know, I often am, like... I feel like I still am trying to get out of this college mindset of, like, just the buy cheapest something that used. fits in the thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and that can sometimes come together in like a cool hodgepodge way, but it also can come together in a way where... As a college bed. <laughs> like I think my friend 
Um, my friend said her boyfriend like walked into her apartment and was like, this looks like a Goodwill. <laughs> so that's what you don't want. Um, if you're good at picking out stuff, like it could be good, but I feel yeah. like there's, yeah, the question of like, how much money do I spend and what kind of quality and oh. how do you know, you know, a, how do you know a certain, a quality of a certain, mm-hmm. um, item or something like that. So in our history, we, you used to flip houses. Mm-hmm. When I was really young, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a cool... I never really, like, knew your process in that, but I knew, obviously, that you did it. And then you were always designing whatever house we lived in. <laughs> in like a, like it's I an remember, ongoing process. <laughs> like, the house on Harper, you painted, like, each room a different color. Uh-huh. Like a... Funny that you remember that. Like, red. Yeah, bright <laughs> like red. blue. Yeah. Like, each room was, yeah. like... It looked cool. I remember. It was, like, 20 years ago, literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. And then the house on Nichols went through many, many stages. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel like it got more interesting the more you uh-huh. did it and you like The put... more money I had as well. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe that's <laughs> part of it too. Absolutely. Um, but I remember you would even, like when you put up a red, sort of like a red plastic chandelier uh-huh. over the stairs, I was like, that's not a move I would have ever thought that you would uh-huh. make. But uh-huh. it sort of it you began to mm-hmm. incorporate sort of like new style into your... Mm-hmm. Style, which I feel like your style is very specific, and if you're curious about what that is, go to any shape house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you design sh- like I feel like that's something that the creation of the actual space of shape mm-hmm. house is a huge part of what makes shape house shape house. Mm-hmm. So you want me to get in there? I know that do was a lot go- of no, things no, that I, I just. <laughs> I have plenty to say. I don't know if you want yeah. a question. Or do yes, you want me to no, just go? I, I'm, uh, yeah, let you. Just so <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that you you went there because as you mentioned I don't typically get asked about it and as you were asking I was like what an interesting way to think about what I do and the first thing that comes to mind is for years I guess I I was always interested in the effect that an environment has on me like if my desk is not organized I mean as simple as that if my closet doesn't feel good when I open it it's like it really like the visual really really affects me therefore it's important because I can't just be random and walk in I mean walking into a place that looks like a goodwill I cannot stay I just turn (laughs) around and leave it's like a it's like you know putting I don't know needles in my eyes or something it's like really (laughs) painful so I think part of my process has been a long time coming of when I was very young very young probably maybe around 15 10 12 you know young I would kind of notice things I would be like it's funny how this staircase kind of connects with that wall in a way that's original or because Mm -hmm. there's no whatever like I would just somehow in my head capture this is a cool way to do a staircase. Like, like I knew I was going to at some point need that. I don't know, probably not. Like in one house, I would see a chandelier in a really modern house. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's kind of weird. But I would kind of make a mental note. Mm-hmm. The way maybe people do with food or, you know, they eat a food at a restaurant and they're like, oh, that's funny to put basil with, you know, a fish. And it's like then they go home and they put the fish mm-hmm. with the basil. It's like mm-hmm. you kind of enrich yourself with a certain... Um, knowledge of somebody else in some way and then you make your own mix and and then eventually I started doing it like I would get pictures of things and I would find you know magazines that I liked and I would tear pages of like the way the pool does this and the way that that does and the way the window is unusually cornered whatever I was interested in things that were a little bit different typically Mm -hmm. like I didn't like very it's not my style that's why when people ask me if I wanted to be an interior designer at some point in my career and I didn't because I don't know how to do what I don't like. Yeah. Like if I someone remember. were to say to me, like, you know, let's do shabby shake here, yeah. I'd be like, I, I don't even <laughs> You're know like how the to pronounce. In my eyes. Exactly. 
I'd be like, I don't even know how to pronounce the name. What do you want? Like, I, I can only do, you know, modern, warm, you know, kind of Moroccan inspired, you know, wood pieces in a very modern kind of slick kind of environment. It's like, that's what I like, mm-hmm. you know, so... I think that's what you've seen evolve over time is I've, I've matured the, the way I think one matures their style with their clothes or maybe mm-hmm. with their hair or whatever. Like at some point you kind of find your song, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of find what works for you. And so, but one of the things that was triggered when you asked me is that I, that one of the ways I do it is I look at every space as an, it's an, 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 how do I say that to you? It's like I look at a corner and I, and I need to love that corner. Mm. And then I look at this corner and I need to love that corner. It's almost like each part uh, that I'm looking at is its own little story, like a book. You know, it's like in my office, there is, you know, what's convenient, but there's also a, like a comfort to the way my pens are organized. It's like there's, it's very deliberate. I guess that's an important piece. Yeah. It's like it's very, like when I walk in people's houses, Sometimes it's not my style, but it's deliberate. It's like there's something about it that you know the person who lives there has chosen to have that right. there that way. Right. As okay. opposed to, because some people, you know, like I, I grew up in a house where there were things from the floor to the ceiling. I mean, you've been yeah. to my parents' house. It's like literally there is no room for nothing. It's like yeah. every inch that was possibly usable to put something on it has something on it. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. And so I need space. Like I, I, <laughs> right. I don't know if it's in reaction or if it's just my own personal whatever f- preference, but I need to have space. And so I think, is this feeling busy or is this feeling too spacious? So is this feeling like this wall is kind of like overwhelming with the rest of the house so it needs to have an object on it? Like I think about it as, I do think about it as art. Definitely. And, and very much in relation to how it makes me feel. So I sit there and I like, how do, like when you're looking for a couch, it's like, well, what do I feel when I look at this couch? Mm-hmm. Well, this couch feels cheap to me. And it's like, well, don't do that one. And it's not a matter of price. I mean, there's some things like I wouldn't buy a hundred dollar, you know, couch, probably. A hundred dollar couch. That's like nothing. Exactly. Oh. I wouldn't, but I also <laughs> right. would not okay. buy one that's 3000. I think there's plenty right. in the range of like seven, eight, nine hundred that I would really like. And so... But but and also I think okay, I have another thing. It's um, funny because I my reaction was like, oh, a hundred dollars that's a great price. That's a great price, but it's, but like, it's like I like wouldn't. Low, but it's like <laughs> no, but you know, at that low, yeah, it's like it's like buying yeah. food at like a two dollar. Like how much I feel like all the couches we bought off of Craigslist were like a hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like that, was like that price. Exactly. Range. And yeah. it's like you know you may again if you're a college student, it's like it's fine. You need something to just sit on, right. you know. But if you if you're looking to create an environment that matches your your interstate and kind of the where you are in your life. Like I used to have a huge house. I had a 6,000 square feet house and now I live in, maybe there's 1,500 here and I am so much happier when as that as far as that goes because whatever room you're in, you're in that room. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, maybe I can do a little bit less entertaining or whatever, but it's like at the end of the day, I don't live in the house. I live in the room that I'm in the room right now. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I, I, the convenience of it, that house was like, there was not a week that there wasn't a roof, a thing, a that, a lake. It's like there was so something. And it becomes, not only you spend a lot of money, but even more than money, it becomes a grievance. It becomes like, I think of my house and I'm like, <gasps> like I'm exhausted. Like I'm just, I just don't even want to, it would start raining and that house had a really bad roof and it would start raining and I'd be like, oh, where is the water going to go and what room is it going to ruin? That's not fun. Yeah. You know? Interesting. I never knew that you felt that way about the house because I felt like it was always, it always felt like a creative project to me, which felt fun. But some I, of it was. But I guess there's a burden that goes Some of it was, that. but it was, you know, at some point you, you, you work so you can have the house. 
Mm-hmm. And you should have a house where you enjoy coming home to after you've worked, you know, not, yeah. not it's like it's to, to keep up the house, you know, that, I mean, I, it's probably tricky because it fits better in my life now. If I had the means or the family or the need for space that I had then, maybe I would want a big house. I don't know. Yeah. But there's something to, I like the coherence between the same way I like it with my clothes. It's like, if I want to be relaxed, I wear a certain style. If I want to be a little bit like feel a little bit more professional or whatever, it's like I wear a particular kind of suit or shoes, you know, like there's some shoes that make, there's no way I cannot look sloppy in these shoes. Nobody mm-hmm. thinks I look sloppy. It's just a pair of you know sneakers. But for me to walk around in sneakers I feel I don't know sometimes I don't want to be in that mood I want to feel a little bit but together or something right. like it gives me a different sharpness and my yeah. house is the same way yeah it's like sometimes I can be as you've known and seen it could be a complete mess and then all of a sudden it's like it really needs to be impeccable because yeah. it matches my How you're it's coherent it's coherent to what I feel and know? yeah so your closet is also very um put together and on purpose I feel yeah. like as yeah. well I mean everything yeah in your House. I would always describe it as, in some ways, like minimalist. But mm-hmm. but warm. that being said, you have a lot of clothes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like you're. It's not like you have nothing. But like you said, warm. Like it's always warm and lived in. It's not. It, yeah. like I don't want to live in a museum. Yeah. And sometimes my tendency aesthetically could be right. to do that, but then I don't feel good in it because yeah. it's cold and it feels like it's a perfectionism that I don't want to have in my life. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel relaxed, right. you know? And so I'll deliberately, um, like I noticed in the house the other day, they were like a particular, it felt a little bit too strict, too streamlined. And I literally, like I was wearing a hat and I took the hat off and I smacked it on a sculpture to like, you mm-hmm. know, drive the house a little bit crazy. And it's not a big thing, but it was like somehow when I came home, I, I, I smiled, at, you know, I noticed the hat and I was like, well, that's really cool, you know, like- because it reflected a certain you know, moment of silliness that I mm-hmm. didn't feel the house was reflecting. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like I have such a tendency to just be like, I need something to sit on, <laughs> you know, like what? Like the practical. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, how, I just need to, something to sit on immediately. Like there's no, <laughs> like it's hard for me to, um, I guess, spend the time or the, like how do you, I guess like how do you then choose pieces to put in your house? Well, so there's, for me, there's two phases. Yeah. One, when you move in, mm-hmm. so you have to, but for me, there is like, okay, this room needs a couch right. or this room needs a bed. So yeah. there is, and I have enough, I think one of the differences I may have noticed with you sometimes is you don't fully trust, like you don't have confidence yet. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of like, well, is this, this, is this too much? Is this too big? Is this the right price? You know, it's like, it becomes, yeah. it becomes almost like um, where, I, because I've studied it probably along these years of like noticing that this couch, I don't like this kind of legs on a couch. Like I hate tapered, like you would give me a couch with tapered legs, I would resell it so I can buy, you know, some other one that has more like a blocky kind of like solid, like Mm -hmm. tapered legs make me feel like I'm going to fall. And maybe that's a deep thought. Maybe, you know, since, as you know, I was, you know, 350 pounds. I wonder if some of my choices, sometimes I guided by the fear that it's like, maybe it's not going to sustain my weight. It's like, it's going to break, you know, like tapered legs don't feel very solid to me. It's interesting that you say that because I I think I I remember you saying that about tapered legs. I think that is something that you remember from the past. Okay. It's interesting because I, I do, when I think of your style and I think of your furniture, I think of there's like a heaviness to and a solidness Uh to it. Uh Um, And I feel like I've always chosen lighter things 
out of feeling like everything is temporary. So I've never wanted to choose a heavy, uh-huh. you know, I don't want a heavy couch because what if I'm going to have to move it or get rid of it? Like there's like um, a resistance to kind of like settling mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. but I'm always, mm-hmm. I always really like appreciate and like sort of like bigger, heavier mm-hmm. things because it has, it feels in some ways like cozier or safer or mm-hmm. like you like say, homier. like sturdier. Yeah. 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 It's interesting that without thinking about it to begin with, we both kind of have a certain emotional, psychological, like it has meaning. Yeah. The fact that I like this particular kind of furniture has a meaning as much as the fact that you like this other kind. And also you're younger and you haven't had full on your own houses or things like that, that maybe yeah. you'll mature into it. Like yeah. you met me, I was already an adult, like I already yeah. had a child. Right. You know, it's like I already <laughs> had to provide a bed for my daughter. Like it wasn't exactly like I could right. just, you know. You weren't like, like I might it. just get up and go on a road trip. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I also think that the fact yeah. that you're a Capricorn and I'm a Gemini <laughs> plays a part because mm-hmm. there's something um, like Gemini's, I, I've experienced, it's like, we, first of all, we're very visual. There really mm-hmm. is something to not liking. If, I, if you offer me a vacation in a place that I'm not going to find pretty, like a cheap hotel or mm-hmm. it's like, I literally will prefer, I'll gift it to somebody else. Like, I do, like to me, it's not a vacation. Yeah. I'd rather go three days in an expensive place than to go three weeks in a cheap one. Yeah. And most, not cheap by the price. I'm saying yeah. a place that I would not enjoy looking at. Yeah. And I remember when I was with your father, we, we ended up going to a hotel and I was like, look at the exit sign. Even the exit <laughs> sign is so beautiful. Like I was so inspired by how modern it, especially yeah. like 20 years ago, you know, and all that kind of, you know, light switches and things did not have a modern, it's like that was all you could find at Home Depot, you know. And and then uh, 10 years ago, there was like a a, a big kind of European influence that brought that even a a plug and even like the way, you know, like even objects should be beautiful. I mean, I think that's exemplified in the fact that when you moved into this apartment, which you you added the furniture, but you didn't create the fixings and things right. like that. And it looked and yet like it's me. the house like I went, that I know, you I know, designed. I know, I know. <laughs> Which was, I mean, it's one of the reasons yeah. I picked the place because right. I knew that already, even if I sat on the floor for a while, I loved, actually yeah. there was a good amount of time that I spent here without furniture. Like, because uh, that's the other thing. That may be a piece of advice for you. It's like, I'll come to the place when it's empty. Mm-hmm. Typically when there's nobody around, very often at night, like late, late at night, you know, in that kind of state where you're kind of tired and mm-hmm. I'll sit on the ground and I'll let my vision. I think what I do, if you were to really have me deconstruct, I, I, because this is what I do with clothes as well, I imagine what it could be. And so in my head, I start imagining, okay, the couch could be here, so I would see this out the window. Or if I sat here, I would see this out the window. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I start to have a bit of a result that I'm looking for in terms mm-hmm. of experience. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to look like this particular loft has a giant window and there is one side of it that I really like to look at and there's this other side that I don't like as much. Well, that defines where the couch goes because mm-hmm. I prefer to look at that tree that's mm-hmm. beautiful right outside than this other thing that, you know, some other people may like. It's a giant view to like this big hill, whatever. That's not as pleasing to me. So that helped decide where the couch goes. Yeah. Right. Interesting. And I guess like if I try to relate that to my apartment, I'm thinking like, well, I don't really have a window that looks out to anything. So do I want to look at the kitchen or do I want to look at another wall? (laughs) Well, then if you look at at a wall, it's like, what can you do with that wall? Like right now we're in a room that has, how do you describe that? There's a garden (laughs) on the wall wall. and then it's kind of, they call them um, suspended gardens. This one is made of, you know, plastic. It's not a real tree plants but it's basically plants that are growing 
from the wall, you know, horizontally, and it has mm-hmm. flowers and pictures of all the people I love. And well, it kind of yeah. came as a dream. Like I was mm-hmm. asked once, you know, like what's one of my favorite place to be? And I kind of saw myself in a poppy field and... And all of a sudden, this fix, this room was boring without it. Mm-hmm. But I experienced the boring, and that's what made me yeah. start imagining what it could be. Mm-hmm. And then it's a process, you know? Like I mean, I think that's a good point, too, because I think my tendency is to be like, I need to put something on that wall. Let me Google pictures of things. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then you I'm don't looking allow, You outside. don't go in. You don't go yes. in. Exactly. I go in 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah I, you know, in one of the houses I had, mm-hmm. it's like I really like giraffes. Mm-hmm. And I do. I started imagining, like, how can I bring in a giraffe in the house, you know? And I started, like, going online, and I found these stickers that comes out of the couch. And it's like, you know, I mean, you, you put them in wherever you want. But it, it, it became, like, um, it became slightly obsessive, obsessive. You know, it's like I, I start looking at pictures of it. And I, and I do extensive research. Like, a lot of people, they'll see a couch and, like, okay, I like that couch. Like, no, I have to go to, like, the 475 pages that show 10 couches a page because maybe on that last page there's a couch I like even more. <laughs> You're what? describing me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's such that's... a problem. Yeah. Well, to me, it's not a problem. To me, it's like, you know, it's I care. I really care because... That couch that's in this house, yeah. I've had literally for 20 years. That's but you're how much. saying you saw a couch that you liked and then you looked at all the couches to see if there was one more. That you liked. Well, it's more like I like this couch, so I save it and then let's mm-hmm. look more. Oh, I like this couch better. So then I abandoned the first couch. So there is an element of looking outside too to see like what is available. Yes. You know, doing, I guess doing like a lot of, re- I guess it's like what's the. What's, what's the ratio between yeah. inner and outer? I mean, maybe I, sort of have to have an inner idea first, and then you see, do have like, an inner idea. Matching. Yes, and there's also for me, there's also how do I feel when I look at mm. this couch? Because some pictures are going to be like, oh, I want this couch in my house, and yeah. some pictures are going to be like, okay, that price is good. You know, it kind right. of looks all right. Like I, oh, you know, I don't know if you remember that when you were little, but I had I've made a promise to myself, and I actually made your father made that promise <laughs> to me and to himself, which was that I di- I wouldn't bring to the house, anything that I did not love passionately Mm. as a piece of, you know, so someone would make me a gift of like, I don't know, an ashtray that's like a shape of a frog. And it's like, that's not staying in my house. I understand you think I'm French and it's kind of cute. I don't smoke. I don't like frogs. I don't like ashtray. It's like, no. But people have this weird thing of like, well, I don't want to trash. I don't want to waste. I don't want to. It's like, you're not wasting. If you're giving it away because you don't like it, it's not a waste. It's actually an investment. Because every time you walk in your house and you see that like frog ashtray, there's a part of you that's going to be like, Like, I hate that. Yeah. I don't do that. I, I, I like, if I don't like something that I'm looking at, it's out. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like there's so many things that, for me, that fall into the category of, like, I, yeah, I like it. Fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, like, hard to know, like, what is also, like, what I'm going to like until I have it. Like, I find that with clothes, too, actually, like, on the rack or whatever, like on the, you know, if I'm looking uh-huh. at a pair of shoes or something, sometimes I I think, oh, I really like those, you know. Um, but oftentimes what I really like is like I'll see them on someone and I'll be like, oh, I like those, you know, being able to see them like yeah. on the person or being Live. able to see, uh-huh. you know, some like a couch in a house or something. And they'll be like, like I want to feel that way in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, I love how you set this up. Yeah. Where did you get that couch kind of thing? Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's the start of it. You know, that's yeah. my description earlier of like I go up the stairs and I notice right. that the stairs are a certain way. Then I kind of record it as like, oh, when I do stairs, I'll think of that. Yeah. And I keep using the example of stairs because there was a project where I was I was doing a remodeling of a house and the stairs were literally, they were so prominent in this house and they were ugly. And it, it was like, oh my God. It's like, And I remembered the way that the, 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 you know, the, and I remember telling the workers that were doing it, like, and they were like, no, you can't do that. It's like, it has to be bullnosed and round. And I was like, no, I don't have to have them that way. I don't want them that way. And it's like, I was willing. It's also, I mean, money does really come in, yeah. of course, because if you don't have any money, goodwill is fantastic because right. it's better than being on the, it's like, you know, it's, it's a fantastic option for if you don't have the budget. But even there, like I remember a friend of mine who was furnishing a place and she didn't have any any money or very little money and I she gave me a budget of like $600 to do the whole house like mm-hmm. and I worked with her to find really cheap things but that had style and that yeah. had or maybe something that was missing a pillow to be interesting and then we would buy a cheap pillow you know to make the mm-hmm. so it becomes a creative how do you do what you want as a result with less, you know, like with with just not spending? Because when you have a lot of money, it's easy to do. I mean, some people have a lot of money and they have really shitty taste. Don't get me wrong. But but it's easier when you have taste and you can yeah. spend money. Then you end up creating, you know, because you go to more elegant stores or, you right. you know, and then the people advise you a certain way and... You know, I think it's access. I think it's having, in my case, I think it's also having been to amazing houses my whole mm-hmm. life. Like when I was growing up, my parents had friends, you know, that had villas and places and things, you know, and it's like you you kind of enrich yourself visually. And then when you look at something that's ugly, it's like, you know, it's ugly. Like there's no <laughs> question about it. It's kind of like, yeah, it doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't anything. Yeah. I think one of the other things that... Um, sort of fascinates me about what you do and also just that I find it hard, difficult to navigate in some ways is like, so Shape House, for example, you decorate it completely with Ikea furniture, right? Most, a lot Mostly of it. Mostly with Ikea furniture. Mm-hmm. And yet... <laughs> Stuff you've never seen at Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> but like, really, like, I feel, uh-huh. I feel like the way that I see things, like... I. It's been more than one time that I've been like, where did you get that? And you're like, Ikea. And I'm like, <laughs> like what are you talking you about? Yeah. Like, yeah. how did you, like your ability, so it's like also an ability to really pick out. Yes, extrapolate. I see something in one circumstance yeah. and I imagine it in a different circumstance. <laughs> or I imagine it painted or I imagine it right. put upside down or I imagine it, this piece, like a, a thing I love doing at <laughs> Ikea, which I don't recommend, you know, for kicks, but I buy three kind of lamps mm-hmm. because I know I want to use the base of this one and piece, uh. take a piece of that one. And so I create something that's actually not <laughs> Ikea. I mean, each piece individually <laughs> might be, but the way I put them together, okay. nobody has ever seen them at Ikea. Yeah. So it's nice because Ikea tends to design things that are expensive somewhere else mm-hmm. and they make it more you know, available to the masses. And so, right. so if I can take what they do at a cheap price and kind of bring it back to a little bit more mm-hmm. complex you know, things that I put together, it's kind of a win because I don't pay that much, but I bring something to it. Mm-hmm. That makes and sense. I feel like you're able to identify when something is good quality yeah. versus like, when I feel like really I cheap. still a little bit have, like I'm always like, uh, this is it? You know, I still kind of go by price. Yes. Like to determine, and yeah, I know that I that's not. No, I don't. I mean, I do sometimes. <laughs> like I said earlier, like I would. There's yeah. some things I wouldn't buy. I mean, maybe it's a matter of like sit on the couch. How do you actually feel? Right. If it you just feel, keeps coming back to that. How do you feel? I mean, how do you feel is kind of the you know the biggest question yeah. of my life. You know uh, because so, yeah. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> you go. I was just agreeing. that will be edited out. <laughs> 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 this particular moment. We'll see. Can I start somewhere else? Yeah. 
Um, I'm really curious. So we're talking about design, mm-hmm. and you're asking questions that are really very provocative for me because I don't think about it. Yeah. And it's one of those where if you know how to do something, you don't really question it. It's like I have that yeah. with languages. So I speak Spanish, I speak French, you know, English a little bit. And so when people ask me, like, why would you say that? In, like, why do you say that in French? And I'm always like, I don't know. It's like, a, that's the way we say it. So there's a little bit of a quality when you ask me why something looks solid or <laughs> it's particularly artistic or whatever. Yeah. It's a combination of training your eye. Mm-hmm. Like since I first met you, you've grown tremendously in your style Yes. In the way you wear your clothes, in the way you wear your hair. It's like there's a lot that's that's evolved. Flashback to me in like colorful plaid short overalls oh like God. every day. <laughs> and me saying like, yeah, don't wear those in France. Yeah, oh my, yeah, you took me shopping. You're Do you like, remember you when we went to France? Any, yeah, we you literally, took me we, shopping. You're like, you need a new wardrobe. We literally like packed. It was like on that day you'll wear this we just bought yeah. and on Tuesday you'll wear this that yeah. we just bought. I mean, I'm sorry if I... <laughs> sounded like a Nazi Germany or something, <laughs> but it was very much like that's yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you. No, 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 it's okay. So, um, so what I like in the exercise of thinking about design is that it's. I think it's the element of being deliberate. It's 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 very much like. I mean, the overalls are fine if you're in LA and you're going to go to the beach. It's beautiful. If you're going to like a a big event in Paris and people are wearing, are wearing gowns, not as the match doesn't really <laughs> right. happen, right? Right. And so uh, to me, it's not like not any one thing intrinsically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, what are those things called that people? Um, what are they called? Um, mm, those shoes that people wear that are plastic. And you put little things in them. Oh, Crocs? Crocs. There's never, ever, unless you're gardening in a place that nobody ever will see you, then that's fine. But other than that, there really is nothing wrong. Like you wear a bathing suit when you go swim. You know, you right. want to wear a bathing suit at some, you know, church event. Yeah. So it's like there's something to the coherence in your furnishing mm. that is very relevant to me. How does that translate to, well, just because when you're in a home, you're just in a home, there's not like other events. It's not like... Uh-huh. There's a match that way. Well, it, then it ends up being about how you feel. Like, how do you want to mm-hmm. feel when you come home from, oh, okay, depending on what life you have? You know, it's like some people work all day and then they come home and it has to be some sort of a sanctuary. Some right. people work in an environment that's really strict and their house is like mm-hmm. their art palette, you know? Right. So it also depends on, also it depends when you live with someone and the other person happens to like, you know, the Crocs equivalent equivalent of <laughs> furniture, you know, and it's like, no, that thing cannot go on the wall. Yeah. I mean, it becomes a really fun, I mean, have you seen Ikea? Like people have more fights at Ikea probably than anywhere else in the world. It's like people are like totally disagreeing on what they want yeah. and how much money to spend yeah. and what to get and all of that. It's like, it's a big piece of like co- cooperation and being together and, and you know, yeah. figuring out what works together. Yeah. And I feel like some of it is like letting go of like, preconceived judgments and stuff too and being very present with again like how you feel when you're with a piece of furniture because I feel like I um went through some years where I had sort of judgments against Ikea I was like Ikea like everything's Ikea Mm -hmm. like don't get Ikea furniture like Mm -hmm. get like real Mm -hmm. solid furniture Mm -hmm. and then but then it's like no some Ikea furniture is Mm -hmm. nice like Mm -hmm. or or just about being sort of like what is practical and looks good um, you know, for your particular space. Like you don't necessarily need like a solid wood. 
No, and it's also it's also like you know if you do all IKEA, then you start looking at these little. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is a commercial for IKEA or something, but <laughs> you know you walk around IKEA and they put them in, so you see what a bed looks like right. in a room. I mean they do that for yeah, people that right. think. Like, like you, yeah. not that are <laughs> like you, because I think exactly yeah. the, you walk in the room and you're like, oh, I like this room. I'm going to buy every piece that's in this room. Right. I do the opposite. It's like right. I see it in that particular scene and I'm like, oh, I'm going to destruct it and put it in another yeah. way completely. And that's kind of sounds like what you did with the stairs, too. Of like You're like, yes. oh, I noticed this piece of the yes. stairs and you're sort of detail oriented. Yes, I am actually very detailed and I end up doing... Like I often would say to people, it's like if you do all Ikea, then it's all, you look like an Ikea catalog. That's right. not the point. But if you, you do all. that piece yeah. or that particular, um, you know, like this desk that we actually on right now is a piece of wood from furniture from Ikea. That's like a kitchen counter, which is why it's not as wide or whatever. And I yeah. had it cut to fit whatever. And then these on the side, I mean, I made the legs of this desk with like squares that I bought as closets. I mean, it's like a completely... Much part of whatever, but it's like, desk. but it exactly, yeah. but it has a certain mm-hmm. flair that comes out of. I knew the height I wanted. I knew I love butcher block, you know. So I start from things. I start from what I love, mm. typically, mm-hmm. and then I build on that. So if I want this as a top, then what do I do for legs? And if I want to be more storage, then I do legs this way or that way. Like, yeah, it's a combination of pleasure of the experience itself when I'm using it and practicality of, you know. How am I using it or what do I need with this? Yeah. I love that. I love it. Um, do you feel, do you have any other things that you want to share about about that? I feel like we got I got a good deconstruction. It was really good. It was really good. <laughs> I have one more thing. Yeah. Um so one thing that I find fascinating is, uh, and I know Marie Kondo has now a mm-hmm. Netflix show and everybody's kind of really starting to get the idea that your environment matters. <laughs> right. Um but I've been doing it as well for a long time. And I remember when you guys were kids and we had the big house. I don't know if you'll remember that. Maybe you weren't there that weekend. But every six months or a year, I would empty the entire house in the middle of the house. Like I would take but all of it at the same time. I would do every room all at once. I would usually hire a couple of people to help or have some of the kids at the house to help or whatever. But the point was I wanted to reinvent almost like what a fire at the house mm. will do. Like some people say that a fire is like the best thing that can happen yeah. to someone because you have to get rid of all the crap you don't need, you know? Mm. But I would make myself do that. And I still do it. I mean, it's less dramatic because there's less room and less kids and, you know, it's a little different phase of my life. But there was definitely this feeling. I was exhausted after doing it. It was like a three, four day thing. But then I would walk in the house and I'd be like, ah, oh, and I, I think people don't realize how much it affects them. Yeah. And so they, they have stress and they like they kind of want to go out or they want to drink or they want to yeah. because they're not experiencing, you know, mm-hmm. when they come home. And so I, I like the idea of like keeping your stuff current. Yeah. And it's either beautiful or helpful. It's always in order to function. Like I hate people that have like, oh yeah, that piece doesn't work or that printer doesn't work anymore. It's like, well, either fix it or get another one yeah. or have someone come and, you know, I don't know, fix it for you. It's like, I don't, I, I do current very well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do well with, like I even did it right before you walked in. I was like, I don't know that I like these pens. And you were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then I tried them and I was like, oh my God, they're my favorite pens. They stay. <laughs> if I had said I don't like these pens, I would have been like, do you want these pens? Yeah. And, I, and I think people don't do enough of that. Like kind of question if something is adding to their lives and if yeah. it's not adding, it should go. Yeah. I've been definitely on like a kick. A, purge, of, a purging binge. Yeah. But for the last like few years, I feel like I've been doing <laughs> I can't imagine of. how much you've you know, accumulated. You're pretty young. <laughs> I know. I don't feel like I have like actually that much stuff, but still there's things that 
you know, I'm like, I know. I want to do what you said of, like, bringing everything because I've kind of been trying to do. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do the bathroom, you know, and that, that does something. But if there's, I feel like I'm just like, I need everything. Um, the reason so, I would do all yeah. of it is because sometimes you want to actually put that stuff that's in this closet in that closet, but you don't do it because it's in the other room. And yeah. if you do it all at once, all of a sudden it's like these boxes I really need for this other room. And so you're able to really yeah. play with what right. the elements are as opposed mm-hmm. to you're just putting the crap back where it was just yeah. a little bit more tidy, yeah. you know? I like the idea also, like kind of what you said of at the beginning of not bringing anything in your house that doesn't yes. bring you joy. That's where it starts. Yeah. yeah. And so obviously that's hard. If you haven't been doing that. You have to start somewhere. Then it's hard. You know, yes. there might be a lot of things to get rid of. You might have to keep some things that you don't love just because you need it until you find something yes. else or something like that. But then eventually you kind of create and maybe that's why I'm older than you and I've done it a little bit longer, you know, yeah. so it's like now I have... And also I have the guts to say to someone who's buying me something that I don't like it and yeah. that they're welcome to pass it on to somebody else. When yeah. a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to upset them. It's like, well, yeah. do you want to upset you? Yeah. That you end up coming home to a thing you really don't like, you know, not to mention my frog <laughs> ashtray again, but, you know, I'm not coming home to one of those. I feel like Christmas has become like a <sighs> source of like stress for me. Like I, I, I'm always like, okay, I'm going to open this stocking. What? What am I going to have to throw away? Exactly. (laughs) What am I not going to like? And it's funny because of all the people I know, maybe that's a good place to (laughs) have a conclusion here. It's like you're one of the most thoughtful, meaningful gift giver I know. Like you make me things and you know that I like that smell and you know that I use scrubs and there I am with like a vanilla scrub, you know, that now every time I use, it's like I think of you and it's like this super sweet connection and... You know, and you don't pack it in like some ridiculous frog box, you know? So thank you. Okay, so Sophie hates frogs. No one get her anything with a frog on it. Is that clear? (laughs) (laughs) It was really fun to do that with you. Yes.